Okay, so hello everyone and welcome to episode four of the BMS Performance Podcast. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, little introduction to BMS. We are a leading specialist sales and marketing recruitment consultancy. We help businesses at all levels across the UK recruit for the sales team. And every week on the Recruitment Roundup podcast, I'll be bringing a new guest on where we'll be talking about the latest trends and topics, as well as providing insights, perspectives and opinion on everything to do with recruitment. So I'm incredibly excited for this episode today because it's a a really pertinent subject. I'm joined by my colleague Fiona Jensen. So Fiona is um, involved in our marketing team and delighted to have you, have you on the podcast today, Fiona. Thanks for having me on, Mike. I'm excited. Good. Should be a great conversation. So by way of introductions, would you like to give the audience some um, background on yourself, how you got into recruitment in the first place and, and what you do at BMS? Sure, absolutely. So um, way back, I think uh, almost 20 years ago now, I went into BMS for a sales interview as I was really keen and convinced that I wanted to sell tea bags for Tetley. Um, <laughs> and in that process, <laughs> I met and got some wonderful feedback and uh, a real sort of reframing as to what it was that I really wanted. And BMS seemed like a perfect vehicle to help me achieve that and then I haven't really looked back since so almost 20 years in recruitment now Um, I was lucky enough to uncover a real passion with regards to b2b marketing Um, and luckily for me BMS decided to explore that as a division and set up their own b2b marketing recruitment division and I've been very happily recruiting b2b marketers ever since predominantly in the tech space in London and the southeast I haven't really looked back they're a wonderful community a great gang to work with and it's really exciting to see what they can do and what they can achieve on behalf of businesses and companies out there in the tech sector amazing what an introduction cool so the topic that we're going to talk about today is is the impact that ai is having has had and and will continue to have in the world of, of marketing recruitment so um AI is a topic that we, that we hear a lot about um, at the moment. We've seen the explosion of ChatGPT only a few months ago, which has been invested in by Microsoft. We've got um, Google's version, which is called BARD, but ChatGPT seems to be the most established one, the well-known, the most well-known one. But aside from that, we're hearing all the time, aren't we, about the impact of AI um, on our work lives, but also personal lives as well. So I guess where I wanted to um, kick this conversation off um, is to get your take on how AI is affecting and and impacting um, the marketing world right now. Absolutely. Well, marketers are a very resilient bunch, right? Because as far as I, and as long as I've known marketers, they've always had a new technology, a new strategy, or a new challenge to face from a marketing perspective. I think um, it was one one phrase that really hit me early on in my career helping marketers was the fact that marketing needs to run to stand still in the sector because there is always something new happening and a new challenge that they need to overcome or address or understand and I think um, this is just another one of those 
AI is huge and massive and I've done quite a bit of research and talked to an awful lot of my uh, peers and, and community about it, how they're feeling about it, how it's impacting them, what they're excited about and what they're worried about or thinking about, should we say, yeah. moving forward. And that's both from a talent acquisition perspective as in people who are trying to hire and, and bring great marketing talent into their business, as well as the marketeers themselves uh, who are obviously trying to incorporate it and leverage it as much as they can in their jobs but also trying to understand how is it going to impact me when I'm job hunting when I'm applying yeah. for positions you know what what does this all mean so I've really had to look at it um there was one particular thing that really struck me from the McKinsey Global Institute report which was based around jobs lost and jobs gained and the impact of AI and the report predicts that by 2030 as many as 375 million workers that's 14 percent of the global workforce may need to switch or retrain due to ai and automation wow that's a staggering statistic isn't it absolutely yeah, yeah. so um you can imagine there was quite a, a sort of uh, tunnel that i went down or, or a little um a little search that I did after that with regards to, well, what does that mean from a marketing perspective? What does it mean from talent acquisition? Um, and there are some really great insightful reports out there which which talk about it, but it does make you wonder, you know, what does it boil down to? Is the world going to change? Should we all fear for our jobs? Or, or what does it actually mean with regards to that opportunity or the benefit or the leverage of that from the mm. human aspect, not just with regards to career or work but as you mentioned from a personal perspective your life perspective what does it all mean mm. um and there's there's huge value to be gained and, and pulled out of ai chat gbt as you said is a fantastic uh, example of exactly that but i think with the speed at which marketing adopted it mm. for all the benefits and all the leverage and the you know run faster opportunity that it really yeah. delivers there are also real um, sort of examples and challenges with that type of technology as well which reassures and sort of guarantees that human element will always have to and will remain in any kind of process because the machine is like a calculator for words but you wouldn't necessarily trust a calculator to tell you what your future holds or how you can best leverage that information mm. so yeah. there's there's limits to it as well as huge upside with regards to marketing itself what what sort of of jobs do we think might be most impacted then by ai that 375 million is a big statistic and anyone that's listening to it that hasn't quite done the, the depth of research that, that you might have done, that would be the first question I would have in my mind, like what sort of jobs is it going to be? Absolutely. Well, there's four sort of clear contenders, really, that, that are going to be affected by it. We're not going to say replaced or, um, you know, ha having to sort of re-skill re for these in particular, but it's these are going to be impacted the most initially. So we've got content. Content mm. is 
words, basically, on behalf of a company, a brand, a person. Um, so anyone who is putting words into action will be able to leverage or be impacted by this technology. You then have research. So research, again, from a marketing perspective, everything's researched. Everything needs to be understood before you go to market. Who are your customers? What are they solving as a problem? Uh, what insights and data information is there? Who your competitors are? All of this is, is research, but you can take that right the way through to the science, the medical no. and, you know, the, the behavioral sciences world as well. So all of that will be able to leverage or be affected by this. And then you've got data. So research often spits out data you collect data we're all data points in the world mm. um and again this is this is where this type of um technology can really add huge benefit and huge potential with regards to collating collecting understanding translating and then drawing insights from that information and what used to be maybe a data scientist's role which is all of those things. So, you know, understanding, going out, finding the data, collating it, mm. analysing it, translating it to, you know, the likes of you and me who don't spend days looking at data. What does it mean? You know, what can we draw from this? All of that could potentially be done by this type of technology. So mm. those are sort of three, four main areas that I think are going to be most affected. Yeah. From my understanding, AI is really a great way to free the human up and take them away from the most repetitive tasks yeah. and also the most sort of time, the ones that sort of draw the most time, the research, for example, you know, it it used to take you days, weeks, if not, you know, months in order to go out and actually find the information, extract it, analyze it and understand, you know, is this what I'm looking for? Whereas now, actually, with this sort of tool, you can collate that, you can find the reports, you can get it to look or recommend sources for you within um, seconds. Yeah. So it it's a ridiculously useful tool, but those are the sort of skill sets and areas that I think are going to be most affected by AI. Yeah, saving business so much time though, isn't it as well? Streamlining well, that's so thing. many processes. Absolutely, it's speed. That's the main opportunity is speeding things up, helping people to understand as well. I've seen an awful lot of um, you know students within the sort of university and education sector who are who are literally um, you know asking it, explain this report to a six-year-old. You know, I watched um, another post the other day on the SVB bank's decline yeah. over the weekend, and somebody had leveraged chat gbt and or, or i think it might have been bing actually but they they um leveraged one of them and said explain the svb bank situation with monkeys and bananas and off it went and it was <laughs> you know fantastic but you know what a great way to be able to really get your head around yeah, yeah you know yeah, really yeah. difficult subjects so um so yeah there's there's a lot of uh, opportunity in that but those are the sort of key areas i think when you talk about um, school children there and homework, I just wonder how many school children are asking ChatGPT to do the homework for them. <laughs> well, I have a certain 10-year-old, Mike, who loves ChatGPT. Can't imagine why. But unfortunately, um, you know, there are big brains out in the world who are already coming up with solutions around that. So they've actually got 
tools out there now where you can assess whether it's been written by an AI tool and it gives you the percentage rate of how likely it is that it's been leveraged. So, yes, yeah, Yeah, there's 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 always a a yin to the yang, I think, in my experience, (laughs) if you look for it. I was doing some of my own um, research and I, I saw an article that said there's a new version of ChatGPT coming out and it's actually going to be multimodal, which means that it can generate um, as well as text, images and video as well. And Absolutely. that's imminent, which gives you an indication of how quick it's evolving, given that it felt like, it felt like for, for us, it only really came on the scene a couple of months back. So I think if I'm a, a business leader, um, CMO, marketing director, I'm, I've got to be thinking, how is this going to affect um, my team You know, in the future? And, and what might that future look like? It'd be great to delve into that. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So there's huge opportunity with this um, new latest model that's coming out. Um, Some of the easiest ways to look at it from a recruitment perspective, as that's what I deal with on on a day-to-day basis, is, for example, you could use it for resume screening. So you can put your job description into the platform and then add in the candidate CV and ask it, you know what sort of match there is so if you're hiring for a head of marketing or a cmo for the first time and you're not sure what you're looking at uh, you know ai can actually help you and then you can ask it how confident it is with that match on a scale of one to ten you know ten being an absolute a to a match one being not a great match at all you know how confident are you in in your estimation of this candidate so you can definitely leverage it from that perspective and then if we go into the interview side of things so there are really smart tools like Otter, for example, that's an app that you can have on your phone or on your screen and that will actually transcribe interviews for you, leveraging yeah. AI. So it'll it'll write it all out. And then what you could do is leverage again, you know, something like Chat GBT in, in its new model when it's coming out, which will then be able to summarize that for you. So if you've got multiple interview stages with lots of different stakeholders, and time is short and you want to progress candidates through interview processes more quickly and efficiently, which we definitely recommend, then, um, you know, you can leverage this type of technology to really, um, you know, say, for example, the final interview processes with the CMO and he wants to know or she wants to know, um, you know, what the other four or five interviews contained and how they were and what the summaries are, that can all be delivered to that final interviewer very efficiently and, and effectively um, you know through through this type of technology the images uh, is interesting from a marketer's perspective because often they're having to outsource that through uh, designers agencies or canva if they're feeling creative themselves you know there's lots of amazing tools out there but again it could be very time efficient because it will remember the conversation and and the subject matter that it's working with so there's a huge upside with regards to that particular skill set as well the good stuff with regards to this this type of um leveraging ai within recruitment processes is the, is the fact that it can improve efficiency as we've talked about but it can also reduce bias so um right. you know we've we've found uh through research that there are certain uh words there's uh, job descriptions out there or adverts out there which would not necessarily encourage 
encourage the most diversive or, or inclusive applications that you'd hopefully be looking for as a company or as a business. So you can leverage this type of tool to really annihilate that and set yourself in a better position to try and encourage a better mix of um, applications and also to remove that bias from the internal process or yeah. hiring you know the, the sort of recruitment that's maybe not led to that diversification that you're looking for within your pool of talent yeah okay that's interesting and I guess yeah if I'm if I'm in the position of an employer and internal talent team using this could have an impact on my time to hire because I'm able to get through that front end of the process much quicker without having to do the repetitive mundane task myself of going through every CV. There could be some challenges and drawbacks to that, which we can come on to in a bit. But how can recruiters, internal talent teams, hiring managers leverage AI to attract more candidates? Because we've talked then about once the in process and optimising the, the CV screening, etc. But in terms of getting more candidates in, how can it help with that? Well, it could um, enable you to, to research where those talent pools are or what they tend to look for. So um, a, lo a lot of the conversations that I have with companies, especially when they're a bit frustrated with the fact that they're not seeing the sort of marketers or talent that they're ideally looking for is, you know, what's wrong with us? <laughs> Why mm. aren't the right people applying? Why can't we find them? Um, and often, you know, you find that's maybe due to uh, salary, maybe some of the wording with regards to the advert or the job description or maybe you're just not offering what the talent and and the sort of marketers are ideally looking for i think from my own perspective my experience with marketers is the fact that they're they're always the, the best marketers should we say are always looking for a really good balance right they want to earn more but they yeah. also want to learn more because marketing okay. is not a role that you're ever in charge of you're constantly as I said sort of running to keep up with what's happening but in like order to do that you, yeah. you need a company that's willing to invest or willing to give you the the headroom or, or you know the the opportunity to really expand your skills so you often find if marketers are are looking they're they're more interested in that opportunity to learn because mm -hmm. they know in the end if they learn enough they will be earning an awful lot more than they are now so I think with regards to companies leveraging AI you can do that research yourself you know historically you could have you know one conversation with with a recruiter and depending on the amount of experience that person would have maybe you'll trust it maybe you won't but now there's opportunity for you to actually do that research very quickly and efficiently yourself with regards to you know what are these people looking for it also would help with regards to um you know the data side of things so with regards to salary you know how do you compare with what's out there how do you compare with that sort of skill set in the market um, you know there's linkedin insights there's a huge amount of data and information out there but it can be difficult as a hiring manager or talent acquisition who doesn't necessarily specialize in marketing know where to go so again yeah. it, it could enable you and, and help you with that i read as well that there's ai that can analyze a candidate's profile be their education as well as their work history similar to what linkedin does at the moment it recommends suitable jobs for you that it thinks you're going to be interested in but then it can feed that back into the employer so that they can take a more targeted approach to candidates and if they're approaching candidates that 
the eyes said this person is likely to be interested in you then they're more likely to be able to engage the candidate as well um chat box as well yeah absolutely yeah. so there's I, I again you know ai is is sort of can sometimes be seen as as the sort of all-seer guy but mm. the the <laughs> The usage of it, um, you know, it's, it's uh, well, all seeing eye or, or maybe the eye of Sauron if, if you're feeling a bit negative towards AI and feeling a bit freaked out by the new tech. But it, it can be, um, you know, very useful with regards to, you know, behavioral science, as, mm. as we touched on earlier, you know, bringing that into a process. How are people interacting with the company? What sort of questions are they asking? And again, this can be leveraged from a candidate's perspective as well as a company's perspective yeah. you know everything that we're saying with regards to how you know hiring managers can leverage it again candidates can do exactly the same and benefit hugely from its um, advice but I think the the main thing with regards to it is the fact that it can sort of 10x productivity it can 10x how many candidates you can review consider reach um communicate with you know i watched um a tiktok the other day mike where they'd done a a google sheets extension with chat gbt and they were literally saying they were a, a product marketer looking for a new role and they really wanted to get into clean tech right so they said right, chat GBT, give me the top 10 um, clean tech in the UK. And it gave them, they moved that into the Google Sheets. Then it said, right, who are the CEOs of these companies, right? Moved that into the sheet. Then it said, you know, what do these guys care about? How quickly are they recruiting? And again, chat GBT delivered loads of information. And then, it, and then you know, the person sort of admitted, I really want to get into the market, but I don't know a huge amount about it. So chat GBT, can you recommend and, you know, a, a coffee chat question for each one of these CEOs and, and off it went and it did it because it can access the websites, the research, the insights, you know, all the community information out there. You know, it's you, you can use it from a really smart human perspective and you can really leverage it. But yeah. it's only as good as the input and the yeah. questions and the strategy behind its usage um so it, it's it's always sort of interesting you sort of see how other people are using it you think oh that's amazing and then you try and use it yourself and you're like oh, i need yeah. to learn <laughs> learn how to think this way and, and leverage it from that perspective yeah it, it's interesting you touched in there on how candidates can prepare even for, for interviews as well but um where sort of my thought process is going as well is it can enhance the, the candidate experience as well particularly with the with chatbot um by 24 7 contact and help them feel more involved as well more communicated with going back to what you said um when you were talking about um ai that can um analyze video interviews and record transcripts that's a lot of more companies now are incorporating recorded video interview into their recruitment process i guess the one of the main benefits of that is it surely it's going to speed up the feedback process as well isn't it the ai is recording yeah. the interview then feeding it straight back into the hiring manager so yeah yeah absolutely so there, there's 
all the benefits of leveraging that. And I think, you know, companies like um, Pepsi, I think, have been doing sort of video interviews from a first interview perspective for quite a long time. Now you can imagine them, you know, immediately embracing AI and getting those transcripts and the, and the chatbots going because of the volume of people that they're you dealing know. with. But with that, there's there's always that, um, you know, exp the human experience that, that you're sort of reminded of and all the benefits of having a chatbot bot that can interact with the candidate who decides that they want to apply at 10, 10 o'clock at night, for example, and isn't sure, you know, if their resume is uploaded. That's brilliant, right? But also from a candidate's perspective, they do still want to work for and with humans. So you've got to be considering, yeah, yeah. you know, when you bring that human element in and how much of that benefit of AI you can leverage before you start losing you know really great talent yeah. who's who's kind of switched off by the fact that well yeah you know I yeah. just want to talk to somebody about you know I get it with customer service uh, you know yeah, yeah, whichever yeah, company yeah. I'm calling you know yeah. <laughs> within 30 seconds when they ask me to press five you know I'm sort of losing the plot like, I just want a human <laughs> it's a That's quick it. question that you lack know. of human talk is a balance yeah. isn't there like you're keeping a nice balance to this this whole yeah. conversation but if i so if i'm listening to this we i think we've done a we, we've done done a good job in talking about ai and all the the benefits to it we haven't honed in on the challenges and there's definitely definitely ethical considerations going on around ai particularly you mentioned before bias and discrimination in regards to the job ads that it's um that it populates and it creates but what what challenges uh, uh, have you um, experienced or um, learned about and, and also what challenges do you foresee in the future with it as well? The limitations, it's, it's so it's limited to the written word and the written word, if you're talking about, you know, a McKinsey Global Insights report or a scientific or a, you know, a, doctor's insight with regards to a specific skill set or topic or a you know um, a SaaS company talking about the the technological benefit of leveraging its software in in your business process then you can trust and believe every word of it mm. the challenge you've got with AI word model technology is the fact that it is everything in one bucket and that is what it's drawing its information from and unfortunately a lot of that is you know social chit chat <laughs> with yeah. people yeah. who aren't necessarily specialists in the field you know you you well our conversation Mike is no doubt going to be transcribed and added into the pot and I certainly wouldn't put myself forward as an AI specialist mm. and I would be you know uh, having a panic attack if people were trying to you know create massive uh, insights based on this you know mm. conversation because I'm not a specialist in it mm. um, so that's some of the stuff that you need to consider is is it's all information that it's taking all the you know silly uh, humorous fun can it really tell the difference mm. probably not so it's taking every word that's out there 
and then feeding that back to you. So you can't necessarily trust everything that it tells you and it gives you. You can definitely use it as a tool, but there's that trust factor that I think is is going to create a, a problem. And as yeah. we already spoke about with regards to students and degrees and dissertations, you know, I mean, who wouldn't want to leverage the technology? But on the flip side, how is that fair compared to everybody else who is literally sat there for months and years working on their dissertations yeah, um, yeah. so you know there, there's a real uh, sort of um, question I suppose with, with regards to that trust and where that information's come from and what it's based on and again I think it's going to come down to the prompts and the intelligence of the people and what they're trying to achieve with the tool mm. but that is definitely a, a limitation and something that I'd want people to really think about you know especially if they're you know a tech company and they're looking to hire their first marketer absolutely hop into chat gbt and say write me a job description for a cmo but if they were to talk to me about that job description i would probably rip it apart i'd say this bit's good uh, this bit no that bit no you need to talk about this you need to think about this and you need to question this mm. because it, it would be written from a whole pile of information which wouldn't necessarily really uh, relate to that one particular business and the challenge that they're trying to solve. So you've got that. Then, as we've mentioned, the human element is missing. So yeah. it's it's like the gut instinct. It's that human behaviours. It's how they're interacting, how they're looking at you. Um, you know, the small tells, the enthusiasm, the passion. You know, how are you going to be able to assess that and really understand it? you won't be able to so that will always be a challenge and again that is the human element that's hopefully what we're freeing people up to do to spend yeah. more time talking yeah. and enjoying and thinking and creating and connecting and finding new ways of, of leveraging the tool but on the flip side it is not sentient. It is not human. You know, yeah. I've tested it. I've asked it some difficult questions. And, you know, it was um, one of the first things it says is, you know, I am an AI and I'm based on words. You can't mm -hmm. you can't trust my, you know, advice. And we'd strongly recommend you seek, you know, a, a professional, you know, if you're looking for career advice, for example, I wouldn't necessarily trust it. But um, you know, there's there's the opportunity to leverage it with regards to creating ideas or um, having a plan, yeah. but you can't replace knowledge and experience really Nuances. with with the tool. Yeah, yeah and it, and it is that that human element um, that you can't. And then I think there was one other point that I wasn't, it's that emotional intelligence, I suppose, and that interpersonal skills. So from a recruiter's perspective, recruiting, if you're a company trying to hire great talent, if you're a candidate looking for a great new job or a home or a company that you're going to, you know, put your weight behind and try and help grow, um, you need to build a relationship with somebody mm. and that's not going to happen through AI um, because it is it is lacking that emotional intelligence it can't see you know the eyebrow raise it can't see you know the the rise smirk or, or the glint or the twinkle in the eye it can't yeah. tell these things so again um, you know there's that concern from that 
experience perspective, both from an interviewer and hiring manager, you know, you can definitely leverage it from a volume perspective. But the sooner you're sort of talking to a human, the better with regards to that interaction and building that relationship, whether that's with your customers or your candidates or your hiring managers or, you know, anybody really. It's the personal relationship that really creates that opportunity from both perspectives. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I guess it's, it's technology, isn't it? So it's subject to errors, technical glitches. I Absolutely. Was on, I was on it last night and it said network down. Like yeah. Could do oh, that. No. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it is. You put it really, really well there. And I, I guess uh, to, to wrap up, um, for you, because I've, lo- I've loved this um, podcast and it's been great, really thought provoking. Um, I've really enjoyed it. What um, final thoughts, ideas um, would you would you want to leave the audience with? Well, um, I think from my perspective, I'm excited to see what marketers are going to do with it. Um, like I said, I've always been impressed with their innovation, creativity, and also how much they get done with so little you know they're often a small marketing team with you know a little budget and yet you know they're fully responsible for 50 60 70 percent of a company's revenue you know it's fantastic uh, what they can do so I'm excited to see what happens there with regards to how they leverage it the other ideas the other uh, tools that are developed in order to help them as well so there's an awful lot of technology companies at the moment that are running at full pelt with this tech so you've got HubSpot have just brought out um, a new update so you can leverage AI within their whole uh, marketing automation system which is going to be magic you've got Salesforce which are bringing out their version of it incorporated into their CRM system which again I think will really help marketers with regards to helping sales to drive more business for their companies and then you know if you're looking at it from an ATS perspective, you know, with regards to recruitment, talent acquisition, as you mentioned, are going to be able to, you know, chatbot people at 10 o'clock at night who are struggling to get their resumes into a system. Recruiters are going to be able to be all things to all people with an awful lot more communication and better communication moving forward. Um, and, you know, we're really going to be able to leverage the, the sort of productivity and the speed to market which I think is going to be fantastic, both from a hiring perspective, because often when companies are talking to us, you know, they've got a real problem that they need us to solve as quickly as possible. So being able to 10x that is going to be amazing from our perspective. Um, And also, I think with regards to the, the sort of future, I think I'm excited to see how the humans leverage this technology for us all, for for the betterment of us all. You know, technology is one of those exciting places. Marketers are the most innovative type of people and and personalities to work with. But, you know, from from my sort of short stint at looking at AI in, in the industry, I'm so excited to see what they do. I can't imagine the benefits that there must be you know from a sales perspective engineering science perspective even the creative arts you know music I just I just think it's going to be phenomenal so I'm excited to see what the future holds but I think we're all going to have to hang on for dear life and (laughs) try and embrace as much of it as we can as we go yeah embracement is is the, is the key word isn't it but it is is it is exciting and and um and thank you very much for coming on on the show it's been great to have you on 
My pleasure. Thanks ever so much for inviting me. I've enjoyed it. Great. So um, next week we will be having um, Kate Peel join the show. She'll be talking everything graduate recruitment and especially around when the best time is to bring a graduate into the business. Um, So thank you everyone for listening. Um, And please, please, please give us a follow, give us a rating. We're trying to um, grow our audience. So any feedback, any follows, any ratings really, really help us with that. And thank you all for listening. I'll see you again next week.